0: john chapman
1: what is going on faithful it is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today uh it's been a minute uh went out and out for a couple of days which was really nice break um after training camp and just all the traveling back and forth and all that stuff so it's nice i feel like man i'm pumped to be here because tomorrow you know we're recording this on saturday saturday is usually not the day that we go live usually that's a day where i sit back and try to work on, you know, just content for Patreon or our countdown, uh, you know, our roster countdown series that continues to go. But, man, let, let's just be honest. The 49ers have a game tomorrow, and I understand it's preseason, and I understand those that are like, yeah, shoulder shrug. But for us, preseason's huge. I mean, we have detailed, you know, we've already done, I think, 50 of these roster countdown videos where we detail a full episode on each individual player on the roster. And I understand that not all the studs are going to be playing and there's a couple people being held out for injuries. But this 49ers versus a Raiders game, this is huge. I I could not be more excited about what is coming up. And just to watch, you know, I've watched some of the other preseason games and some of those are going on now. We're recording this live. Uh, But good gosh the questions that we have on this roster, a lot of those are finally going to start to be answered. Training camp's huge. So important. And and being able to be at all those practices in detail, you know, just the nuances and the rotation and who's growing and who's not and all those things. Well, guess what? Now it's a game-type situation which a lot of the back-end roster guys weren't getting a lot of those because when the Niners would go to move the ball drill, red zone drill, um, all these different scripted time periods, a lot of that was for the ones-on-ones. Twos and threes got some stuff, but not near as much. This is going to be majority twos and threes. And so I want to detail in this episode all the different things I'm looking forward to. I want to see what you're looking forward to. And got to give a shout out to our executive producers, Timothy R., David G., Philip K., Kilton Niner, and 49ers George 365. They make all these things freaking happen. And this is episode eight. Oh, sorry, 923. I freaking love it. Oh, what's up, Tisha? How are you? Uh, she says, I think the 49ers made a move. You are exactly correct. Right before we went live. The 49ers added some more cornerback depth, which the back-end corner guys seem to be getting banged up a little bit. They added Nate Brooks, cornerback. Um, now, it went and did just a little bit of research and pulled up some stuff on him just beforehand. He's been around for a while. Uh, Texas boy, man. We, we got a lot of those. White House, Texas. He's 26 years old, about to turn 27 next week. Um, you know, he was... UNT a teammate of Jeff Wilson back in the day, so um, you know the Mean Green. Love to see that he hasn't played a lot though. He's six foot one ninety two. I say it over and over again: the Forty ers have a type at cornerback. They want six foot two hundred pounds. He's right at that. He's only played in four games of his career, not ideal, and none of those games played in were in the past two years. So this is somebody that you know he he came in with the Dolphins was there with Chris Forster was there. So again, another parallel that given Forster cut, co- you know, he coaches a line, but uh, was with the Baltimore Ravens, you know, played only one game there, but it was mostly special teams and all those things. He was with the Raiders, the Titans last year, the Cardinals. He's bounced around practice squad to practice squad. Uh, but yeah, it, it's nice to constantly make some moves. Now, whenever you add somebody, somebody's got to go, And they waved a linebacker Daylon Hayes, uh, Hayes, who they just picked up a week ago. So this is the time where they churn the back end of the the roster. The reason why they do that is you're not picking up Nate Brooks now to make the 53-man roster. That's not what it is. And you're having a very honest conversation with him. Like, look, you're competing for possible practice squad only. But really, we're just trying to get a feel on you just in case we get some injuries down the road in the season and we can bring you in and you already know our system. So what this is doing is in, instead of having this 90-man roster, you have about 115 players that you're pulling through that know a little bit. So just in case, let's just say hypothetically you lose three or four corners in a week, we're going to pull you back, Nate, um, and you'll be able to come in knowing our system, knowing our verbiage, and all of those things. That's the whole idea. Uh, what's up? I love all the hashtags. CCs, you guys are the best. What's up, Anthony? How we doing, man? Made it for a live one. Yeah, that's right. What's up, uh, Wally Lava? I'm not going to pretend like it's I'm. <laughs> I'm not killing time until the game tomorrow. That's what we're here for, man. Um, th- there's there's a lot going on right now as far as other teams, and we're just we're we're chomping at the bit. The Niners play the last game, uh, which is fun because I think there's a reason why, and we're going to detail a lot of that with the quarterbacks and all the kind of stuff going on there. They announced Trey Lance is starting Sam Darnold's playing the second half, all those different things. But let's just, <laughs> let's just be real. We have been waiting a long time for this. What's up, Joel? Appreciate everybody and all the hashtag CCs. Glad to be with you. Hey, Tommy. Now, A couple other moves that have taken place. The 49ers have also added Breland speaks. This took place a couple days ago, uh, but just wanted to kind of highlight this again. Very similar to Nate Brooks has, hasn't played in quite a while. His second round pick with Kansas city chiefs back in 2018. Outside of that, he was on some practice squads last year, but I mean, this dude has not really played at all. So this, again, you're just, you're cycling. That's what it is. You, they also brought back running back Jeremy Nichols, um, Snoop Dogg's nephew. Uh, fun little trivia source there. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, if, if you look at it, he's somebody that's been with us before. Very, very talented guy. Just, I think it was, I, I need to go back. It was with the Bucks. I think it was with the Bucks whenever they did hard knocks there, and they they highlighted Jeremy McNichols a lot. It seemed like a good kid. He just couldn't catch on pass pro. Was a very good receiving out of the backfield. Hopefully, he's adjusted some of those, but he's just been with everybody. So we'll see what happens there. Jesus or Jesus, whichever one it is, that's okay. Um, he says, "Will the game be on NBC?" I believe this game is on NBC. Uh, I don't have my producer with me. Um, here is the slate for the upcoming games. Let me see here. Out to Watch, 49ers versus Raiders. We'll just get this live on air here. It looks like it's going to be on CBS um, is what's pulling up for me on here. So uh, that, that's what I'm getting online. If If I'm wrong there, somebody please let me know but, yeah, that's what I'm seeing online, so uh, we'll see there. I, I, You can watch it on, and if you don't have access to the preseason, you can watch it on NFL+. Plus. You get a free uh, week if you want to use this week to get it and then cancel afterwards. You can watch it that way. Stream East is a thing, guys. Uh, I don't want to detail that too much. I always get in trouble. But, uh, yeah, make sure you got a chance to watch it. Now, we'll be going live right after the game, and I'm excited about that. However, before we get to the excitement, about what's going to happen after the game. Let's talk about what we're looking forward to. And so I'm going to turn this question over to you guys. What player or players or positions, what is it that you're looking for in this first preseason game? Are you looking, you know, Steve Wilks? You want to see how the defense is going to look different or whatever else? Let me know. I want you to throw that up in the chat because I got my own stuff, but I I know that I get kind of narrow focused in on a few different things. Now, the one thing that we do know for sure is that Trey Lance is starting this game, which is huge, and, you know, we, we are going to be working with my bookie again this season, which I'm so excited about. MyBookie.ag, they're the absolute best. I, I think this is year five now that we've done betting specials with them, and we're going to be betting all year. Now, if you are a crazy person, like John Chapman is, I threw $5 down on this game for the 40 hours to cover the spread. They're four point, um, they're favored by four. But in the preseason, I don't like to bet. I bet small. always bet on quarterbacks in depth if I'm going to bet. And again, I don't bet big amounts, but hey, that's okay. That's okay. Um, That's where that's going to be. And we'll be posting our bets all year long over on Patreon. I got another new big thing coming out, which is going to be fun, hopefully, to announce in the next week or so. But once the game is over, I'll be breaking down every single all twenty two angle you know the end zone angle the all twenty two wide angle offense defense I got I still haven't got my hands on special teams yet but I'm gonna try um so yeah that's going to be over on patreon so if you want to see all the angles and me break down every single play I've done it for two and a half years it's it's probably one of my favorite things because it's what I did as a coach uh, whatever I was coaching. You bring the team in the next game. You sit the whole team down and you go through the tape. And, you know, once you get to, you know, at varsity levels, you split up offense, defense, If you and then you go through it with your position guys. So I try to basically reenact that for how I would handle this as a coach, talking to my position guys and explain what plays work and they don't. And if you haven't joined yet, Guys, let's just be honest. Uh, This is the lifeblood of everything that we do here on 49ers Rush Podcast. It's our Patreon channel. Just go to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or search 49ers on Patreon. It's the very first thing that pulls up. and We've got a free trial, seven-day free trial over there if you want to check it out because this is the week to see it. We do it all year. But this would be the fun time just to kind of see what it's like. If you're one of those, it's like, huh, I want to see. Yeah, this is a good time to check it out. Mosquito Killer says, John, what's up? Officially signed up for Patreon. Oh, I'm excited, man. Uh, Very, very excited about what's coming up there. Now, let's talk Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. Let me say this just, and I understand I'm kind of preaching to the choir here because y'all are amazing. The toxicity that takes place on social media, it sucks, and I I hate it, and I know you hate it. I don't know if anybody really enjoys it except for certain content creators. You can, and and I, I know I've said this so many times, it's okay to support Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. That's okay, guys. It's okay to hope Sam Darnold does well. And you do not have to tear apart different people on your own team that you support just to uplift the other guy. That's not how it works. And so I understand people want Trey Lance to be the guy. I understand other people want Brock Purdy to be the guy. Some people want Sam Darnold to be the guy. None of that is wrong. There's nothing wrong with wanting somebody to win the job. Where it gets quote-unquote wrong is where you tear down somebody else and you tear down people that support somebody else. Like, it's funny because in my, you know, I post positive Trey Lance stuff uh, just to post positive about Trey Lance and then Brock Purdy people come at me. Then I'll post something positive about Brock Purdy and then Trey Lance people come at me. It, it was the same thing with, you know, Jimmy G and Trey Lance. Like, guys, let, let's, and girls, <laughs> let's be honest, we don't have to do that. Uh, that That's just not necessary. um I'm excited about both these guys. And I think the things I'm looking for most for Trey Lance, number one, quick decision-making, quick. I want one read, two read, get the ball out. That's it. I want him to check down to the running backs and his outlets more than we're used to seeing him play, which all through training camp, he kept doing well. There were a few times where it did look like old, old Trey, where he's holding the ball just way too long and doing all that stuff. Like, that's what you don't want. I want him to be decisive and get the ball out quick. That's what I want. Now, with Darnold, it's different. Darnold's MO all of camp is, I'm going to my first read no matter what. And so Darnold was by far the quickest quarterback all camp. It was snap, boom, snap, boom. I mean, there were several times where the ball is out in less than one second. The problem, though, was anytime Sam had to get to a second read, it was emergency right away. Um and so that that that's just been his thing. He he just does not process well after his first read. So I want to see not Darnold on the first read, which those are going to be the majority of his plays, where it's catch throw catch throw catch throw. I want to see him catch. It's not there. Process to the second and third read. Those are the two things I'm looking for those quarterbacks. Um and we'll, we'll kind of see how that looks and all that stuff. Here we go. What's up, Bobo? Says fans want Kyle fired because he can't. Yeah, not real fans. Nobody wants Kyle. Like, there is no way you can have a decent view of the NFL or the 49ers history and want Kyle Shanahan fired. Like, that's not a real thing. Um, that's just not a thing. there there's certain people, you know, Florio of NBC and all of his minions, and like those that's just absolute horse manure content they don't even they don't even watch a lot of the games or even know what's going on um it's just they just it's just clickbait journalism that's all that they do you know calling cowherd you know I mean you can go on and on and on and so there are people that love that that love that content and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but the problem is is the people that watch those crappy shows filter into the other shows of people that actually you know, work and care about the team and pay attention to the team and follow the team and do all these things. And so that filters in, right? The sewage filters in and yeah, there's content creators that do that that just cover the Niners and that's okay. I hope they do well. Um, I, I want everybody to eat, but at the same time, like, okay, what is, what's my role here? My role here is to say, Hey, I want to increase your fan experience and I want you to understand football better so that when you watch the game, you enjoy it through education, video, and all those things. That's the whole goal here, right? That's 49ers Rush Podcast in a nutshell. I didn't know it was that's the route it was going to take until a couple hundred episodes in. It's like, okay, this is where I belong. This is what I enjoy doing. And I think that there is a place for this, a need for this in the 49ers community. So that's why I want to do that. People are going to take those takes. Nobody in the world, that understands football wants to fire Coach Shannon. I, I, I don't think that's a real thing. Um, from an honest human being. There's a lot of unhonest people that do this, sadly. But yeah, that that's just <laughs> look at this. Uh Josh says firing Kyle would be unintelligent. I am with you. There you go. Yeah, nobody wants to fire that guy. Uh that that's all there is to it. Tommy, uh defense, let Jimmy G march down the field. You're probably talking about. The joint practices, um, where yeah, Jimmy looked pretty good, guys. Spoiler alert, Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback, there's no doubt about that. The issue with Jimmy, and I'll go back to Kyle here, is just injuries. Um, you know, obviously, he doesn't throw the ball down the field well, but he's an efficient quarterback, and so you're not going to get a lot of Jimmy hate from me. Yeah, there were some holes in his game that definitely bothered me off schedule, never throws the ball away, can't throw the ball down the field, but he's a damn good quarterback. There's no doubt about that, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's it's that's what it is. Here we go. Unknown games ninety nine says if if you don't want Kyle fired, then the quarterback bickering will continue until this regime is done. That doesn't make any sense uh, to me, uh, but that's okay. Like you think if Kyle hands fired, the quarterback situation solved? I don't understand that. Um, do you remember <laughs> the, the, the five years before Kyle got here? Uh, because it was the same thing. And uh, we have a team now that is NFC Championship every year. Seems like three out of four years in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah, if you want it all, it has it. But I would much rather have a quality team. It's not like if you just have the quarterback situation solved, everything's great. You know, you you could look at, I I don't know, just a team off the top of my head, the Minnesota Vikings. They've got their quarterback situation solved. Would you trade what we have for what they have? Hell no, you would not. No, never. Um, I don't don't think anybody would, but that's okay. Uh, People are going to be upset. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, right here. What's up, Kenneth? How you doing, man? He says, Trey Lance and the progress he's made. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, actually, uh, because he's looked so great through training camp. There, In my opinion, if the slate was cleared and you took away all of Brock Purdy's starts last year and you say, who had the best training camp? It was Trey Lance out of the quarterbacks. Not even close, in my opinion. But you can't do that. So, yeah, I want to see what Trey can do. I, I'm excited about that. Hugo says, I want to see the tight ends. Me too. Because I think I kept saying nonstop, that this guy from Oklahoma, Braden Willis, was going to kill it. I thought that he was the most pro-ready out of him and Cameron Law 2. And boy, was that, did that prove to be the case. And Cameron Law 2 gets insane separation and in space on his routes. He's so good at that. I'm just not sure what else he can do yet. Uh, he's got to develop into something. But Braden Willis, that's the thing I, I think y'all are going to be happy to see. That dude has just been killing it. Uh, that's That's just what's up. Anthony, what he says, I want to see if someone will step up at special teams return game with Ray Ray out, Bell, Sneed, Jameson. Yeah, you know, I've got a whole thing that I wrote up on this that I really like because you have to treat the returners as separate. I understand that Ray Ray did both. There's kick return to punt return, okay? Punt return's the hardest. That is just a difficult catch, Kick return is easy, simple catch. It's more of a line drive right at you. It's got the same spin almost every time. Punt's a whole nother ball game. That's a sky ball. It's got weird rotations based off the the punter's foot. Every punt's different, totally different. So if we're looking at degree of difficulty, punt return is a ten. One of the hardest things to do in the NFL. Kick return is like a two or a three. Like it's not near as difficult. Fat Chapman can be back there returning kickoffs. Uh th- that's the thing. I did return a couple of kickoffs my sophomore year. Didn't go well. Uh didn't take the team long to realize that ah, not my forte. Uh, but so kick return relatively easy. I don't mind a rookie kick returner. And I think Deshaun Jameson would be my number one um kick returner. Again, I've watched this guy play at Texas for a lot time. Undrafted free agent corner. Um, he's one of the players I'm excited about most. You didn't mention him here, Anthony, but I don't put him on the punt return. I don't want him there. I want a wide receiver there that's used to catching nonstop. So if I had it my way for kick returners, my two kick returners would be Deshaun Jameson and Danny Gray. Um, Behind that, Ronnie Bell would be my number three. Now, this also reflects the way in which at practice, where they're practicing kick return, these are the guys that they've had out there. Now, punt return, whole nother thing. Things I don't want. I do not want a rookie punt return week one. I don't want that. I like Ronnie Bell. I like him a lot. I think he had a good camp. I do not want him back there returning punts. I don't want to screw with his psyche. Punt returns all up here. I mean, that's a head game. Danny Gray, not a rookie. I want Danny Gray back there. Uh, Ronnie Bell, Daz Newsome, Willie Sneed. You know, Kyle Shedahead went on this whole rant where he said, you know, we can put Kyle use check back there because he could, he's one of the cleanest punt returners. He catches it every time, but you don't want a fullback back. Like there's no big play upside there. Right. Um, so, you know, early on I'd want Danny gray returning punts and I want Deshaun Jameson returning kicks. If I had it my way, if John Chapman was in charge of the depth chart there, that's what I'd be bringing out, uh, for sure. Uh, just like, look, this, this is what we're going to do here. These are the guys that are going to be going, um, Yeah, that's what's up. What's up? Josh says, Patreon is fire. Oh, that's fun, man. Appreciate that. David says, looking forward to the All-22 on Patreon. Yes. 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 Going to be fun. Right here, Bell and Jamison returning punts. I don't want Jamison or Bell returning punts. I do not want a rookie there week one. They might be better than Danny Gray, but, man, Danny Gray. I'm fine with Danny Gray back there just because he's had time to mellow out. I know he didn't play much last year, but... I'm I'm like Kyle, in certain situations I don't want rookies. I just don't. I just don't. And punt returner is one of those things. You are on an island, man. It it scares me. Pharrell he says, "Do you think Taco will make the 53 man roster?" I put I put this in my um, my notes. I said, "Is Taco a mirage?" Because he showed up. Taco Charlton showed up, and it. It didn't take he got a sack his first day. Uh would be sack, right? Can't actually touch him. But he just kept stacking, kept stacking. Uh, he played better than Drake Jackson did as far as pass rush goes. Now, and I think that's all that Taco is is a pass rush specialist. Now, the guys that are just pass rush specialists, Robert Bill Jr. hasn't played very much. He's been out, uh, missed majority of uh, almost all of training camp. That hurts his stock big time, but he's you know drafted. So what do you do there? Austin Bryan I thought played really really well and then you, now you got Taco Charlton. So you got these three guys whose only job is to pass rush at a defensive end. Can Taco do enough to make those other two guys irrelevant? Cuz I don't think that you keep two. I think you keep one. Robert Bill, he's you know fifth round rookie, he's going to get a shot. So yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. So if I had to say is Taco making this roster right now? I'm probably going to say no. But good gosh, if he goes out there and balls out, I think Austin Bryant would be the first one that he would take his spot, then Robert Bill just because of the fifth-round pick. Ooh. Yeah, it's that's scary stuff. Um because it's easy to say, yes, Taco's good enough to make the roster. That is a correct statement. He has played well enough through camp to make this roster. It's difficult to say yes. Who's out, right? And so can Robert Peel come back and be healthy and play and show something? I haven't even seen him put pads on. I haven't even seen him put pads on. It's pretty hard to put somebody on your roster that hasn't put pads on in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? The rookie thing is important, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. Josh says, I want the linebackers, baby. That linebacker rotation every day was the first thing I was looking at. I'm not the biggest DFF guy. Demetrius Flanagan fouls. The 49ers are. They love that dude. You look at the contract. He's got like 1.2 million guaranteed. He got all of the backup Mike snaps. He was getting starter level Sam snaps. We already know what he could do on special teams. Can Marcelino McCrary Ball take that job from him? I think Marcelino McCrary Ball is a much better football player. Not on special teams. DFF's special team stud. The rotations all preseason, sorry, all training camp say that's DFF's job. But I'm telling you right now, I want to see. Can D winners, oh, can D winners continue to show these flash plays? They were back-to-back days in training camp. He had the play of the day. Interceptions, pick six. I mean, that's what he brings, right? D winners brings excitement and splash level plays. Can he continue to do that? Can Jalen Graham play well enough to make this roster? Because if he can't, I mean, he was a late seventh. It's easy to move off of him and hope you can get him back. We'll see. Uh, you know, is he a 53-man roster guy? Because I don't think he's shown he is yet, especially with the depth they have in that position. Mm, I, I, that's that's an interesting one for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see here. We'll see here. So, fun stuff. I, I, I like this. And, you know, I'll, I'll say this. I, I want to get to more of your questions. But, you know, we talked returners. What about that wide receiver four with Ray Ray out? Because I think that's huge, especially in the preseason. I'm not expecting Debo and Ayuk to really play at all if they do anything. They might play like one series or whatever. That wide receiver four, if you watch training camp, because when the quarterbacks were out there, the twos go out there, Ray Ray McLeod was not the biggest step down. He was making big play after big play, didn't matter what quarterback he was with. You saw him make plays with Brock, Trey, uh Sam, everybody. Ray Ray is damn good wide receiver in the NFL. He started several games for the Steelers. He started for us. He filled in when Debo got hurt, played well. Now, who are we going to see there? Because you're going from Ray Ray and Juwan Jennings as your three and four to now it's you know Jawan Jennings and Danny Gray. Ronnie Bell? Chris Conley, I think, has had a, as good a camp as any wide receiver not named Brandon Ayuk or Debo. Tay Martin? Oh, I like Tay Martin. I, I wish I could bet the over on Tay Martin receptions in the preseason. He tries so damn hard. Like, I, I don't even know what the, it, it's not a bet that I could find. But if somebody said, like, over one and a half catches tomorrow, I'm taking it because Tay Martin has been fun. Isaiah Winstead? Gosh, that dude can ball. Uh, Willie Sneed? There's lots of guys there. I really felt like the wide receiver play elevated considerably um, throughout camp on the back end. Last year, it was our starters, huge teardrop, and then everybody else. This year, man, I, I felt like they finally pulled up to 53-man roster quality. There's some good players there. Ronnie Bell's good. That dude is circus sketch freak, man. Um, uh, I mean, I'm excited about that. What's up, bro, Montana? Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Um, let's see here. Bosa deal. Uh-oh. 40, what's up, Josh? When's it getting done? I thought it was going to get done the first week of training camp. We're into new territory. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. Hopefully it gets done soon. I, I, I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing. I don't like it. I don't like where we're at. I don't like it it bothers me do i think that it's not going to get done i think it is the longer it waits though the less i like it the one thing i will say that is like a saving grace is you have that full week off before the season starts that helps a lot but yeah it's a it it i'm i'm upset about it <laughs> yeah um anyway um maybe my ignorance john but are you able to go to the practices only certain ones that are open to us uh, not all of them but moving forward now almost none are open so that that's basically a thing in the past now so it, it's that's kind of done oh look at this lance Latu, and moody that's what brother bob's looking forward to yeah cameron law i don't know man hopefully he could shine but it seems like the moment's just been too big for him and he's got to calm down it's all upstairs for Latu two uh, currently moody we'll see i i don't He's got the leg, man. But Zane Gonzalez has been every bit as good, if not better. He's been more consistent. And Zane Gonzalez is kicking every day. Moody's going to be the guy, unless an injury happens. But, yeah, it's... Ugh. Right here, David says, I bet we see some Debo and Ayuk on punt return. Oh, I do not want that. I remember we put Ayuk back there, I think it was two years ago. But it, it's if it's a big moment, I'm cool with that. But, man, I don't want to see that in the preseason, and I don't want to see it early in games. You always have two punt returns. You have safe and you have a return. Because if you're going to be backed up inside the 10, you just want a safe return. If they're punting from inside their own 30, or really inside their own 40, now it's a punt return. Now you're putting somebody back there that, you know, could get hit and all that stuff. So you want to put Iuke or Debo. I don't want Debo back there. Debo fumbles <laughs> too much. He, he got too many drops. To, but Ayuk with his hands, yes. I'd be cool with that. And talking about safe returners. Yeah, Willie Sneed was that last year. Like, that dude's got so many career punt returns. Like, just put old man Sneed back there. He'll catch it every time. Is he going to get you yards? No. But he's not going to mess up. He's not going to mess up. DC, John, if Law doesn't work, I feel Winstead could convert to tight end, be a monster. Thoughts? He's big enough. The physicality's there. He just, man, I, I think he's got a spot in this league at wide receiver. He's going to be on the Jawan Jennings plan. He's going to be on the Kendrick Bourne plan. I, I don't think he makes this roster this year, but I think it's that, hey, man, we're going to sit you for a year on our practice squad, and next year, step up and compete. And so we're seeing the same thing with Tate Martin, right? Uh, like, that's that, like... You just redshirt these back-end roster guys that didn't get drafted, develop them because they have some great traits, and then allow them to compete for that. Um, So I I wouldn't mind it, but I I like where he's at. He is toasting people on the regular. You put him in one-on-ones, people can't guard him. They can't. Like, he is just too shifty. Very, very fun player. Very, very fun player. Oh, Thomas, what's up, man? I'm about to break down. As soon as I finish with you guys... Um, Ty Davis Price is our next episode on our 49ers roster countdown. So uh, I like this question. Do you think the TDP improvements will translate into games? I've always been a, bit, a fan of bigger backs. He is big. You know, it, it was funny because I'm going through his measurables and finding players that are similar to him um, in the NFL. And there's not a lot of running backs that are similar. You know what's funny is uh, you put it into mockdraftable.com, like all of his measurements, and it kind of pulls up the comparables. And it was one of the comparables, if I, I clicked off running back and just skill players, CJ Beathard, that's how big TDP is. That That's one of his comparables body and athleticism-wise. Now, he's a lot faster, but like the dude is freaking... He's stacked, man. He, he's, a, he's a big dude. And I, I think as long as you're you know looking at what these guys accomplish and what TDP brings to the table, yeah, it's size. There, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he's a big dude. I'm trying to scroll. Here we go. Yeah, listen to these. Isaiah Pacheco, TDP is a 90% match with him. Lamar Miller, 85%. Tashar Choice, 84%. Keyshawn Vaughn, 84%. But he's a big dude, 6'1, 220. I mean, he's big, (laughs) right? A 4'4 eight. So I thought he had a great camp. And I get pissed off whenever people compare him to Trey Sermon because they're not even close to the same player. They're they're like TDP does not fit that category at all. Not even a little bit. TDP is a damn good player that provides. Options out of the backfield in the receiving game. That was the thing. I went into camp watching the running back position saying, who can improve, not named Christian McCaffrey, at receiving? Because this offense changed. As soon as CMC showed up, it could catch the ball out of the backfield. Elisha Mitchell increased as far as just catching the ball. He looked pretty good. Jordan Mason, oh my gosh. I think he's the best receiving back we have not named CMC. I I was beyond impressed what he did. TDP, he stepped up too. So if I had to say, like, okay, CMC, he's in God tier, then Jordan Mason, then TDP, then Elijah Mitchell. Those would be just from a receiving perspective. But, man, TDP's tough. My one knock on him is he's so quick to cut the ball back every time he touches it. So the outside stretch, outside zone, the outside toss that, you know, Shanahan's dad and son have, like, Fell in love with and has been their staple as soon as he gets that ball He cuts back instantly and you can't do that. You got to press a little more and you'd see the coaches like man Come on. You got to press got to press got to press not saying you can't cut back. He just He wants to cut back quick 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 So that's the one transition that we got to see Um, you know, it's kind of see what that looks like David says I want to see how falenciano looks Well said man you know, my backup interior offensive line, John Valenciano's backing up left guard, center, and right guard. He's doing all of them. And everybody behind him hasn't been good. We do not have a third center. We don't. Keith Ishmael, terrible snaps every time he's in there. Nick Sikel, somebody that they were high on, transitioning from left tackle to center, he got like fired after the second day. They moved him back to guard, and so I have no clue who the number three center would be. No clue. I mean, you could put somebody in there, but it's going to be bad. And you you saw the practice report reports like, oh, Trey Lance fumbled snap, and it's like, whoa, 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 calm down now. Who was the fumbled snap with? Like, if there's a fumbled snap, it's it's a lot of times on the center, and I bet it was Keith Keith Ishmael out there. Um, which it just seems to kind of just be the way that it is. And, yeah, right here, Josh, the better Valenciano looks, the worse it is for Zakel. He's playing guard exclusively now, so that's, like, out. And he's a good guard, but Jason Poe, I think, passed him on the depth chart. So that's something I want to see, too, is Jason Poe and Nick Zakel. The hope was Zakel would take over at center and be a backup guy. I don't know if they're already done with that plan. Like, it was, it was just bad. He'd stay after practice. He'd work at it, but... Yeah, that's, that's that's a lot. Um, that's a lot. So, Brian says he's excited to see our defensive backs. Man, there's a lot of corners. Deshaun Jamison is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. He's the real deal. He proved it against our own guys. He played well from what I've heard um, with the Raiders joint practices. Now we get to see 22 out there. And if he plays well, Ambry Thomas, I think, is done. I, I don't think there's room for both. Maybe there is, but... Yeah, Sean Jamison's for real. Uh, That dude, whew. I'll tell you right now, man. Right here, uh, Teron says, are you going to stream for the 49ers Raiders tomorrow? I probably won't during the game. I will right after. Uh, I want to... I like streaming during the games, and I enjoy that, and I know a lot of other people do that. I want to make sure that I get great notes. I think that's what I have to offer better, just because... It takes me a while to watch it and get it all, prog- you know, logged in. And then whenever I go live afterwards, uh, we'll talk about that. Then I'll go through the tape with you guys over on Patreon. So, so that's where that is. So I'm not planning on going live during the stream. Uh, plus, I got in trouble for that. <laughs> <in the> past. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But, yeah, that, I, I'm pumped, guys. This is – I understand people get nervous. And I understand everybody wants, like, glowing reports every day. That's not what it is. It's football, and you're against another good football team. Every football team is good in the NFL. Do I expect the 49ers to go out and handle business tomorrow? Yes. Is it about wins and losses in the preseason? No. But the 49ers roster is better considerably than the Raiders. Now, obviously, when you have guys, you know, Max Crosby – and you've got Devontae Adams, and you've got like studs out there, yeah, they're going to make plays, and that's what it is. But I, I'm not too concerned about a lot of things outside of, I want people to stay healthy. Niners have done pretty good until this past week. But it seems like the Ray-Ray injury is the only one that's really of any consequence. Um, the, Kittle, everybody else, they're going to be back soon. I'm not too concerned about that. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this and watch some of the other preseason games, kind of get familiar with what's going on, uh, how other teams look versus what we have to offer. And if you are going to any of the 49ers games soon, uh, planning out all of your trips and all that stuff, guess what? 49ers rush road trip. We've got 12 games this year on the schedule, including week one out at Pittsburgh. We've got parties nonstop. Um, Every home game we will be at Blue Lot 1, which I'm so pumped about tailgating. Uh, Got TVs, generators, and video game situations set up for kids. And at every event that we ever do, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, kids get in for free with a ticketed adult. Um, Everything's included. So we are all about, again, I said this earlier, Helping people have a better fan experience, building the community through positivity and having a good time. So if you want to do those things, come out and party with us. But that's going to do it for us in this show. Wanted to jump on quick and just detail some of the things. I'm excited. Loved hearing from you guys. But, uh, man, we got a game tomorrow. We got a game tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. You are the best. Until next time, stay strong faithful.